The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Beyond. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 346. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside, he only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Hello, Greg. The Dark Knight of News, Andrew Goldfarb. Fanning myself with this because I'm going to get hot. What are you even doing here? <laughs> and the one and only, bro, hey, bro, Sheeta himself, Woo! president of Sony Worldwide Studios. Shuhei Yoshida, how are you? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for calling me the right name. No, yeah, you switched it. I saw on yeah, Twitter yeah. you're it's no yeah. longer yeah, shooting. I changed my name. You also yeah. use the Panda Musk drawing. That's awesome. He's awesome, isn't it? Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. He, he, he's quick. Uh, yeah, he's well. insanely quick. Panda Musk, everybody knows, he animates all the stuff for IGN, draws all the cool stuff. But yeah, he, he literally it happened. He's like, oh, I'll just draw that for you guys. Make oh, you bro force. <laughs> I don't understand what he finds all this time. He's a doctor, isn't he? Well, I don't We can't either confirm nor deny <laughs> any facts yeah, about Panda. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a panda. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. the panda went to medical school. Actually, I saw a version. I found added you in our, you know, bro yeah. brothers. Yeah, there I was. Yeah, yeah. just chilling out. Just being hanging a, out, being, being, another a, one. being a dude. Oh, uh, but, but before we start, yeah. I have something I oh. brought. Well, lot, you also brought the white PS4 here. This is not PS5, by oh, the This way. isn't the PS5. No. <laughs> really quick, they're oh, yeah. ambitious. I get to open it? Yep. My prediction. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I believe I have Oreo Bits sandwiches. Uh, these are from Japan, I'm imagining. Yeah, green tea flavor. That's where you hail from. Oh, wow. Look yep. at these guys. Did the, the Japanese text give it away? The maca latte. <laughs> you know what, Colin? <laughs> I'm, I'm not one to jump to conclusions. But here at IGN, we are journalists. We never jump to any conclusions about what is happening with products. Maybe we'll put it out right here. Um, this is product placement, right? Yeah, product placement. Uh, are they sponsored you? Uh, no. <laughs> Look at that. They're little green ones. Wow. I am very excited now to finish this show and eat these cookies. Yeah, so before I was leaving Japan, London Podcast Beyond Fun suggested to me, you yeah. know, I'm bringing you know, matcha, you know, Oreo yeah. to Greg, Greg. And I thought, oh, that's that's a nice now idea. Now they'll go through the official Oreoation review when we get back to yeah. San Francisco. First order of business when we get back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, all this Nick video put it on the schedule, garbage. <laughs> Let's talk about Oreos, which is what matters the most. Guys. Yes. It's E3. It is. Yep. Another, another, we're here we are again, another year in. Another thing. No, just cracking Another the, thing. Cracking the rocks out there in the salt mine of video games. Can we just explain why Andrew's... Like, people might sure. be surprised uh, that Andrew's here. Andrew I disappeared. He doesn't work. Yeah, you're hanging out. Yeah. You work at Gearbox now. Right, you, you, you left Gearbox. IGN. I, did, I left IGN in uh, February, so Valentine's Day was my last day. But I've seen you guys a few times. It was the reverse Valentine's Day for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I broke Colin's heart. But uh, I'm back. 
Hi. You're just here to hang out. Oh, I'm talking about. People call for him all the time. Of course, I'm Beyond now. It's me and Colin in the ever rotating third chair. But when we had a chance to do the annual yeah. podcast Beyond with Shu and Goldfarb, why not? And I've gotten used to it. I like seeing Shu every year. Yeah, right. You're, yes, you're rotating in the rotating yeah. third chair. <laughs> well, I went to see you as often, so I had to come back. Yeah. There. Also, my voice is like very close to giving out. I just wanted to clarify. All right. <laughs> Shu, hey, how did the PlayStation conference go? How's the E3 gone for PlayStation? What did you think? I liked it. I like it too. Slow down in the middle. That oh. was the one knock that everybody has. Yep. <laughs> we need something for you to talk about, right? Yeah. 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 So, it would be too easy if they liked everything. Exactly. Yeah. We, we don't want people on the, you know, calling us PlayStation fanboys. So you throw stuff in the middle that we can bitch about. And then you're like, see? They just, they're giving out objective advice on what's you happening. You could have just brought Wonderbook back out. That would have been That was one of the predictions, right? Did we? No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that would have been yeah. awesome if you broke. broke yeah, who doesn't like to move? For the record, I think we all have the platinum in uh, the Harry Potter one, right? Or at least no, Harry I Harry didn't. Was. I didn't. Oh, okay. I have a strict no, no bullshit platinum <laughs> trophy thing anymore. Anymore? Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say it's not that strict. I still have like fifteen of them. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say when you have a bunch of BS platinum. <laughs> no, I want to hear from you. How did you think everything went? I, we'll talk. We, we talked a lot ad nauseum about this. I want to know what you think. Oh yeah. So the best part for me actually was the being able to announce Bloodborne myself. Oh, yeah. And actually, that was not the original plan, because I was suggesting strongly that, you know, this year, you know, Scott Brody should be back. He's a you know, great speaker, and uh, people understand his English, you know, better <laughs> than mine. Uh, but I knew people wanted want to see me. So yeah. I suggested something like, you know, can we do something like the last year's Gamescom, uh, where I went to on the show and just uh, Played game. Yeah, you opened it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, just walked out, and that was great. You know, I feel much better holding controller. So I was a part of the uh, LBP3 demo. Oh, yeah? Yeah, crew. That, that was the plan. But when I arrived in the rehearsal, you know, PR manager came to me and said, Sorry, Shu, they don't want you in the <laughs> demo. <laughs> they meeting the LBP team because they practiced and right, how to right, introduce right. the character. So I was like, yeah, but I got a new role to introduce Bloodborne, but you know, you know how excited I am. So I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so after that short thing, I was able to sneak back into the audience in the middle of the uh, conference, and I you know, enjoy the show like everyone else in the room. And, you know, No Man's Sky. No. Oh my gosh, ah. No Man's Sky, that looks amazing. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. so, so I, I, I experienced the both sides of the show, so that was awesome. I have to ask you this question. Why not more Vita mm -hmm. at the press conference? Mm -hmm. Do you feel yeah. like Vita got its, its due at the, at the conference, or do you feel like maybe you well, all should have spent more time on it? I remember we had the same conversation last year. I yeah. we'll have it every year. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so press conference, you know, for one thing, you know, people don't like the long conference, so we really try to uh, uh, keep it to, you know, somewhere around 90 minutes, yeah. you know, better if uh, less. So uh, we focused on, you know, and, and it's still a new year for PS4, and people are, you know, really focused on looking for, yeah, more people are looking forward to uh, new games on PS4 right. and updates on in some of the games, and uh, we have lots of games we could have brought to a uh, conference, just talking about PS4. And, we, and at the same time, we have the uh, platform initiative, like uh, the hardware we launched at PS4 is just the beginning, you, you, know, right. you know. 
and uh, we are you know always inc you know improving the system software adding features adding new services ps now is launching really soon and we have project morpheus to talk about and we have that tv show to talk about <laughs> yeah so it's already getting to be a packed conference yeah. yeah yeah so of course you know psp is important but you know we chose the message for this year is psp is getting you know new functionalities you know ps tv is adding you know and it's based on Vita and getting the remote play with uh, you know PS4. So um, the focus has been to uh, I'm message. I'm PSTV. Yes, thank you. <laughs> message PS Vita has multiple functions, and if you have PS4, it's a great way to you know play your PS4 games on remote play. And uh, when you know we launch the uh, PS Now service, now you can use your PS Vita to play PS3 games. You know. Uh, in North America. And so all those, you know, new way to use PS Vita was our focus. Sure. That said, um, when you go to our booth, you know, there are lots of new great PS Vita yeah. games. Yeah, there are a ton of Vita games on the floor. And one of the games, uh, you know, I was really, ta I went upstairs, it's not on the floor, I think I played Freedom Wars. <laughs> and this game is really good. Like, and, and I'm really excited about this game. I've been reading a lot about how it's really heavily anticipated in Japan, one of the most yeah, pre-ordered games in Japan. And it's number one most anticipated beat games on uh, Famitsu, you know, weekly magazine. Right. Yeah, for, so, for many, many weeks. So I want people to keep an eye out for that game because, you know, that, I was, I was really pleasantly surprised by that game. So, and yeah, there are a ton of Vita games on the floor. So I think it's exciting too that like, even aside from just Vita, you know, getting its own games, I think it's cool that like something like Entwined can be on both and something like Entwined, yeah. you know, you mentioned how packed the conference was, but you guys still take time for something beautiful and unique like Entwined. And I think that makes you guys special and unique because I think you can focus on that ecosystem that is spread out into the smaller indie games and GTA V. And the uh, Japanese RPG, beautiful Oreshika, you know, it's, it's so awesome. And it's a big development, you know, big budget title, AAA, that's going to come to, you know, US and Europe as well. And the Murasaki Baby, you know, big fest, you know, we sneakily announced the new Fat Princess games. For the yeah, what yeah. the hell? Yeah. That was, that was a very quiet. Yeah. And I'm like, did you see the Fat Princess game? What is going on yeah, with that? Like, that's, yeah, that's interesting. It's surprising that you can stealthily announce such a large woman. That was Fat Princess. <laughs> what? That was good. That, that was, was a good joke. That was well done. Dave, you liked it. You liked the joke. Dave Tool doesn't like anything. Uh, do you think, Shuhei Yoshida, that Vita doesn't get that much screen time at the conference because you're not worried about the Vita fan base buying it? Like, because PlayStation 4s hit more people, it's, in, it's, it's more of a diverse group having it, right? They need to know why they, they need to be excited for this you know, $400 system in their house that they bought. And Vita owners already have a crazy attach rate. It's the same thing we always talk about, right? On the outside looking in, people who don't own the Vita goes, there's no games on Vita. And then us with our Vitas are like, I need a bigger memory there's card because I have too many games on my Vita. Well, yeah, so, um, you know, after the show, you know, woke up uh, today, you know, yesterday, I got lots of people complaining about where's Vita. On the internet? Yeah, well, people, complaining on the yeah, internet. people go to the internet and... Uh, yeah, so that's the largest you know, list of people. And uh, so I got reminded, you know, we shouldn't assume you know, anything. You know. uh, <laughs> we assume, like you said, Vita people, uh, consumers are really, very happy. You know, almost every week, some interesting new right. games come out. You know, there's a Borderlands too. You know, I've been enjoying playing. Uh, so, but we shouldn't assume. Like, uh, you know, it's very exciting to talk about PS4 games that you can play on Vita. Yeah. But now, you know, I understand that there are people who are who love Vita and who are not necessarily, you know, 
uh, planning to buy PS4 soon. Or uh, for them, you know, all the news they wanted to hear were about Vita games. So. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed especially the, the the strange kind of stealth announcement of uh, Final Fantasy Type Zero. Uh, on it coming to, I was excited. It's coming to PS4, which is totally random. This is a PSP game for people that don't know that was out in Japan, so they're just uprising it and bringing it to PS4. But then people were like, "Why isn't it coming to Vita?" And I was like, "We should just be happy we're getting it." <laughs> you know? Well, I think it's easy to forget that like every PS4 game, technically, I mean, we're talking about remote play. Like remote play for me, like I'm pretty much playing most of my PS4 games on Vita, regardless. So it's like kind of funny that you have that cool crossover, even if something isn't natively on the system. Yeah. Here's my next Thank question. You. Uh oh, you prepare. You side first. I sighed first? Well, you paused first. Did I? Okay, fine. All right. <laughs> Talking about games that aren't coming to Vita. Okay. Uh, stick with me, though, because I'm going to take a left turn before I get to the point. Uh, you recently had uh, a little agreement with Harmonix, right, where you, they wanted to kickstart an old oh, game, yeah, Amplitude. Yeah, yeah. You guys are like, fine, if you yep. can make it happen, great. Yep. Yep. Can I kickstart a Patapon? Can, can you kickstart the I will Patapon? get you the budget to make a new Patapon. Uh, Maybe just to port over <laughs> the Patapons from PSP, add trophies, and put them on PS4. I'm not even getting crazy here. Oh, Vita. Well, I'm, I'm not, we'll get to that. <laughs> that's a stretch goal. Stretch goal. That's yeah. a stretch goal once we get there. I just want to put that in your head. Let you know that's a possibility. No, 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 no. 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 Is no. the answer. Damn it. <laughs> God damn it. No, you're not allowed to do that. You don't even think about it. Harmonix people are very special. Yeah, know? it was very special. Yeah. Created. <laughs> Free. You're not special. I'm though. a pretty special guy too. No, no, no. You, you didn't create Battlefront. So. True. Yeah, we have to put the, our games and IP in good hands. I will, <laughs> I will tell you this, Greg. Uh -huh. Speaking of Patapon real quick, I, I guess some of the guys that worked on Freedom Wars worked on Patapon, right? The producer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was talking to him through a translator, and I was like, you know, because they were like, you know, this gentleman worked on this, that, and the other thing, he worked on Patapon. And I was like, oh, my, my buddy Greg would love for you to make a new Patapon. And this is what he told me. Tell Shuhei Yoshida mm -hmm. that you want a new Patapon. Everybody so. tweet at Yo I see you <laughs> and tell him you want a new Patapon. Or you want me to be able to take the rights to Patapon and do whatever I see fit. Yeah, people, people ask me, you know, where's the next uh, APS game? Where's the next Loco Loco? Where's the next, you know, so called? Those games are damn. You know, Patapon, so where's much next, life in it. Uh, Siphon filter, you know. Siphon filter, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but, but different people like, you know, different things. Like some people like Patapon, right? Some people like Siphon Future. So we have, you know, lo long, you know, history of making games. And uh, luckily, you know, lots of people still, you know, uh, love those uh, franchises or, you know, Bibu Ribbon, you know, people complain. We showed the, you know, video and yeah. didn't follow up with any new announcement. That's, we are, you know, I apologize. Uh, but uh, we have, you understand, we have, you know, finite resources, number of teams and budget. So we have to, and we, we have always excited to work on new IP, you know, Bloodborne, uh, whatnot. Yeah. So we have to balance, you know, how much we continue our existing franchise and how much we, you know, can invest in new IP and, you know, what we can do with the IPs we are not currently in development. So... So, so the games, some you know, new games not you know, in development for some of the uh, franchises do not mean that, that we never come back. I'm just letting you know. At some point, you're going to be looking, oh, man, we've got to get rid of something. We gotta get rid of I will, I'm, I, I'm interested in the rights to pad upon. Thank you. Do you think it's like an IP garage sale? Like pretty much? Is that not how this works? I don't know. I'm not really sure how to develop games or sell and buy licenses. But... So let me ask you this. So one of the things that we were talking about in our pre-show for um, the PlayStation conference was the exciting nature of the fact that a lot of the first-party studios are silent. 
right? We don't know what a lot of them are working on. And I you know really how, appreciate every time you mention that in, in a podcast beyond. I, well, I think it's enticing because, like, you know, they're not like the guys in Bend aren't just sitting there for four years. You know? <laughs> like, they're obviously working on something. So, but what I noticed was that that we don't after the show we still don't know what a lot of these studios are doing. Like, there wasn't a lot of uh, illuminated. We knew that Naughty Dog was working on Uncharted. Um, we saw a lot of third-party exclusives, which I think surprised a lot of people, like Bloodborne and Suda's game. Um, but we still don't know what Gorilla's other team's been doing, what Santa Monica's been doing, Ben's been doing. So is, is the time not Let right? Let talk. No, sorry, sorry. Bloodborne is not third-party. But Bloodborne is uh, the fr uh, from game. Ah, uh, from software is the developer. Right. But, well, I know, we I know are it's, the publisher. Right, but I mean from a first-party stu studio. I should, I should clarify. Oh, okay. Yeah, Internal yeah. team. Yeah, you own that IP. But, uh, you know, like you're getting third-party studios to work on them, which I think surprised a lot of people. But still a lot of silence from, from your own studios. Yeah. When is, the, when is the time right to let us know what, what, like is it Gamescom, is it TGS, is it E3 next year, or is it not at any of these shows? Do you want to trickle out the news as well, you guys see all it? of the above is the answer. <laughs> and uh, like you've been, you know, articulating every time so perfectly, you know, we are blessed with so many talented teams. And many, many teams released games, you know, last year, yeah. right? And, uh, so there are lots of people working on something new. And uh, we are you know, in a very, very fortunate um, situation that no one you know, from marketing or higher up is really pushing me to announce it, announce yeah, it, yeah. right? Uh, we are in a very, very you know, fortunate position so that we can you know, take time for each title to see you know, when is the right, right timing, what's the right timing, because when we pre maturely announce something, you know, I get questions every right. time, where is it, right? So... Who would do that? Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, many games that we are... Uh, I was so excited to announce Bloodborne because the game could have been announced, you know, earlier, right? But we, you know, were able to take time on the same teams, games, same way. Uh, so we have, uh, like, a list of, you know, titles we are looking forward to announce so, Very enticing. through the year. In that vein, <laughs> did you get a chance to see EA's press conference? Uh, EA, EA, yes, yes. What did you think about their approach this year? It was real different, right? All these different teams coming out and being like, we're working on a new IP, here's incredibly rough footage, it doesn't even have a title. We'll see you when um, we see you. <laughs> uh, actually, I was actually surprised by that uh, comments by people watching. Mm. Uh, because I enjoyed their show. Uh, there are lots of new games, and uh, um, you know I don't mind you know developers talking. Yeah. Well, actually, I love yeah, to I hear like to from know. developers. <laughs> so um, mm, yeah, well, yeah, I, I like, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. The Andrew Wilson seems to be you know very passionate. Yep. Yeah, Absolutely. young, young, young star. So yeah. you know he must be. <laughs> infusing a new energy. Nick Scarpino's texting yeah. me to strike the box. I told uh, him specifically yeah. before the show, you can just shout out, it's Podcast Beyond. <laughs> no, she loves it. That's what he's here for. Right. He loves getting he's here for the shenanigans. So I'm curious, you know, Colin mentioned, uh, obviously, if you guys aren't ready to announce first-party studio stuff, you do have these IPs that you own that you're entrusting to third-party studios. And I'm interested, I'm always interested in seeing something like Little Big Planet that is in the hands oh, of yeah. a third-party dev and now Bloodborne coming from, you know, Coming from from is obviously perfect for that you know that spiritual successor to that franchise, but 
is it scary for you, especially as kind of the, the shepherd of all these studios, to hand off an IP that you own that you could want to return to someday from a first party IP to a third party? Um, have we done any well, I like mean, that? Does it worry you? Does it, I guess what I'm saying is, does it worry you to kind of hand your baby to somebody else? Like hand, like Media Molecule created. Oh yeah, planet, you mean But now it's in the hands of a third party. Different developer. Yes, right. exactly. Yeah, because we don't call our developers third party developer. You know, we call maybe, you know, our developer partners. Or, or second party. Yeah, people sure, call sure. it second oh, party. Oh, because it's a first party public. Yeah, yeah, that's true. yeah. 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 Um, well, it depends, you know. Uh, well, if we do not feel comfortable, we don't do it. Right, right, that's, right. A, that's the thing. So every time we are doing it, you know, we are feeling comfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like LBP3 is done by Sumo, and they've been, you know, involved in creating contents for, you know, Little Big Planet. You know, they are very close to, you know, all the uh, expanded um, media molecule, like a family of, uh, you know, creating and supporting uh, Little Big Planet franchise for, you know, years. So, um, and uh, that they've spent actually lots of time uh, up to this point you know we are announcing the game uh, this this week but we are releasing it this november right yeah yeah so we've been uh, the team spent a lot of time uh, making games and tools and uh, discussion with uh, media molecule guys ex dev people from our you know studios uh, so you know making sure that the new game lbp3 is authentic uh, lbp yeah. experience that makes so. sense I'm so excited. Yeah. I can't wait for Odd Sock. I started tweeting a lot about it. <laughs> um, here's my question then. Similar vein about how we're talking about how you guys decide when to announce and when to release. <laughs> I loved, first off, the presentation for Entwined, how beautiful it was. Got to do the live show today, actually see somebody play it since I'm not at home to download it immediately. But when Scott comes out, shows this game, announces it, and then says, and it's a, you know, you can download it right now. You can mm -hmm. go into. Do you think? Like next year, not, and I'm not asking you to tip your hand, but do you think next year you'll see more people doing that? Mm -hmm. It seems like mm -hmm. such a no-brainer to me in this new ecosystem, right? That you're like, here's this trailer for Uncharted, and it's coming out in 2015, and you're super excited for it, great. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> here's something well, you can get and, right now. And Battlefield, the beta is right, on PS4 right, right yeah, now, yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Destiny, you know, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Alpha, you yeah. know, this week. Yeah, that's, that was, I, I agree, that's awesome, and I hope that is kind of the future. That like, like hey, did you think this is cool? Okay, play it right now. Yeah. Yeah. The game's getting more and more digital. That we can do something like this, uh, and uh, uh, people people like it. I like it. Yeah. You know? uh, so uh, I, I bet you know more teams will be doing it going forward. Okay. I, you know, to that point, um, is it frustrating for you when? Um, Things leak through kind of external sources, and what I mean by that is none of your devs are talking. No, you know, but you have to secure your IP as a trademark. You have to put the trophies in the back end. You have to do all these things. So like Entwined leaked mm -hmm. as an IP, and then its trophies leaked, indicating that it was imminent. Mm -hmm. um, Bloodborne and um, Guns Up leaked as IP. We still don't know what Killstrain is, but is that annoying to you? Because it, it, it's kind of the nature of a business. You have to do these things, and people can search for them. But at the same time, you're not ready to go yet. Yeah, it, it's absolutely uh, frustrating when some assets, you know, got leaked. Uh, but as far as the, you know, trademark, you know, it's hard to, you know, get some uh, info other than the name, right? right? And uh, there are some uh, trademarks we, you know, uh, apply, but not necessarily, you know, use it immediately. So um, that side, I'm not, you know, uh, concerned at all. Uh, but the, uh, there's some asset, you know, showed up on the NeoGAF or some site. We are like, oh, 
you know. So, <laughs> so disappointed, you know, the project beast, right? Um, we, you know, because we waited for this long. Uh, right. Why now, you know? You're so, right there. You're right on the precipice, right, of being done with this, and then it gets screwed up. Yeah, and I was really excited to watch the uh, Metal Gear trailer. And I watched it six times. And not <laughs> just the music on the iTunes, but uh, some, you know, leaks happened. And uh, Far Cry 4 demo was, right. oh my god. But right before the show, you know, something happened. So that's the nature of a uh, thing. We have to continue to fight, you know, against, you know, uh, security uh, of that. And the, uh, I'm sure other companies are in the same situation. So, um, yeah, the answer is absolutely. Yeah. Was it a tough choice to, we talked about the middle section of the conference, right? Uh, were you guys concerned about talking about uh, powers or anything on the entertainment front? Because you had won so big last year with Games, 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 and Microsoft had said coming to this one they were going to be Games, Games, Games. Was there a concern of like, maybe we shouldn't do this? Or like, screw no, it, we're no, Sony, we'll do no. what we want. Oh, uh, well, not that way. Well, no, I mean, I mean in a good way. <laughs> like, whatever, we're PlayStation. Yeah, sure. yeah, so maybe it was a bit longer than, you know, um, in terms of messaging, we could have done, you know, a bit in more compact way. But we really wanted to, you know, send a message that we are working very, very closely with Sony Pictures. And uh, they are very excited to come to PlayStation and they try to understand the, you know, uh, PlayStation fans, you know, because they are seeing this as an opportunity to expand their reach into the game audience. Right. And uh, they see this as a great partnership. So it's not like, uh, you, know, uh, you know, talk to some, you know, movie studio, what do you have, what do you have? Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, what we can do together to create an uh, uh, exclusive uh, new, like a TV show uh, uh, for PlayStation consumers. Is that going back to, you know, when Kaz took over, he was talking about, you know, one, right? Yeah. One yeah. Sony, is that going yeah. back to yeah. this? That's, you know, coming in, in many different ways and, and, and continuing uh, with the powers. And it's also a message that we are adding more value to PS Plus service. Right, that was a big thing. Yeah, yeah. So I was very excited that we were able to announce it. And uh, uh, so uh, there are many aspects of that project that we wanted, you know, uh, we felt the really need to put that in the show. Maybe not that, you know, taking a long time. And the other example, uh, how one Sony is pushing us working closer with other parts of Sony is uh, Bravia TV support of mm. PS Now. Yeah. Um, so our vision for the future is because the game uh, on the server side, you know, our you know, vision is we want to serve PlayStation uh, games for any display, you know, as long as it has, you know, screen and the internet and the uh, shock yeah. uh, connection. And the, this is the first, you know, attempt to bring PlayStation Now to uh, other devices that are not PlayStation. That said, we are learning quickly that the, uh, because of the internet, nature of the internet, the latency is the killer, yeah. right? That's the most important, single most important thing uh, to make the gameplay experience great. Uh, on PS Now. So what we've done, our tech teams work really closely with uh, Bravia TV guys. And uh, they, um, and so we agreed to, let's just do it on this year's model. Because every year they are advancing their own tech inside the TV and they are putting a pretty, you know, strong, you know, core uh, on, uh, on their TV architecture. And they really tuned the, their uh, software to make sure that the you know game experience is 
great in working with our te team in Japan and Gaikai team in the US. So that's another example of uh, you know, when we work with other parts of Sony, we really work with them to make sure that our uh, PlayStation brand and experience is kept like a really top right. quality uh, throughout. So, and another example, maybe uh, working with uh, mobile teams and Xperia teams that we are not talking about, you know, too many details as yet. So, it's cool pretty exciting. Unifying that cross that platform in so many directions. Um, the Vita and PS4 bundle that that kind of got shown a couple oh, yeah, weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a really cool step in the right direction. I think it's something that you had predicted would happen for a long time, actually. Um, do you feel like that, you know, Colin keeps asking about more games for Vita. Do you feel like that helps tie Vita more as that part of the PS4 ecosystem, part of remote play, part of PlayStation Now and streaming? Um, or do you see it as just a way to kind of make sure, make sure the Vita is in the hands of as many people as possible? Well, I saw what you're talking about. I saw some screenshot of the uh, Amazon store mm. or something in Europe. Um, I liked it. I liked what I saw, but I, I, I personally am not sure. Was it done by retailer side or SC Europe side? Sure, so, sure. Uh, but it's a good deal, you know. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm curious, you know, Greg brought up, you know, what Microsoft is doing and they were talking about, you know, they, they tried to double down on games after learning some hard lessons, I think, mm -hmm. last year. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things I noticed was, you know, um, you know, they took the stage and they acknowledged you guys almost immediately. Mm, yeah, that, that was, was very really, nice. That, that was, that was very a really nice. classy thing. Yeah. Um, how, how do you feel about your competition right now? I mean, you guys have you guys are selling more units than them. Mm. Um, people seem to be more positive, and at least in our echo, you know, our hardcore gaming echo chamber, more positive about PS4 than Xbox One. Are you feeling confident? I mean, do you look at what they're doing, and, and are you learning anything from them um, in terms of how they've been approaching anything, or are you kind of focused on? Well, that's a, that's a mean question that of yours. What do you mean? Of course, we <laughs> learn a lot from everyone in this industry, right? It's not meant to be mean. Yeah. yeah. Well, sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah. So uh, yeah. So yeah. I, I'm very happy, you know, because uh, I'm fan of uh, Nintendo games, and uh, you know, Microsoft has historically done you know, lots of great stuff, and uh, I liked uh, their show. You know, Phil Spencer guy seems to be a very sweet guy. Mm -hmm. And, and the acknowledgement at the you know, beginning of the show was very, very nice. Uh, so you guys are yeah, yeah, we <laughs> tweets and uh, you know, I saw him in the lobby of the hotel. You know, we are staying at the same hotel. So um, like I said last year, you know, having competition is great in terms of all the companies are always on the edge, right? Um, and uh, that the, in, the, in the end, that consumers win. So, you know, one company is dominating, it's not really good, right? You know, if you take uh, uh, economics class, uh, teachers may tell you that always go for domination. That's good for you in terms of, you know, profiting uh, your situation. But that's, that, that, you know, often slow down the innovation or effort, mm -hmm. right? And, uh, so, and, and the whole industry, uh, like Jack Tritton used to say that... We don't the, say that name around here anymore. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, like that like, old guy uh, used to say. Like, yeah, some older people yeah. used to say that <laughs> when the... Um, uh, finish my uh, sentence because I don't remember. <laughs> when, when the tide is higher, that... Oh, rains. yeah, yeah, the rising tide lifts all boats. Yes, that's it. This that's is it. it. Yeah, so this we This is the team that's bringing you pad upon. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... so 
we need everyone to do their A game, right? So that the you know, video game industry gets really excited. Yeah. People talk about general media, write about, you know, having Oculus and Morpheus and Facebook. It's always great that uh, you know, we can get more attention and more money, you know, investment and uh, competition really push you to work harder. So um, I'm really happy to see you know, Nintendo, you know, Microsoft, you know, putting their really good show. It's what you talked about right when we got to talk in New York for the PlayStation 4 launch event. And you told me that you wanted Nintendo to do well because their games typically skew for a younger audience yeah. so you get people, you, kids used to playing with video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said something like, Imagine, imagine the future, this dark future, future that all the young people grew up only playing games on uh, uh, tablets and touch. Yeah, touch, right? Yeah. So no one. It's a horrible future. Colin and I don't exist in that future. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna die. I'm gonna die. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so some, you know, great, you know, people or uh, gamers really want us, all of us, to be successful and continue. You know, you know I like touch-based you know, yeah, yeah, games. Yeah. You know, some of them are really, really good. But uh, you know, there are different kinds of games. If anything, you know, more games, the better. Yeah, so, so. That makes sense. Thank you. Uh, one of the things I noticed, you know, we didn't, you know, obviously PlayStation Now is trying to bring the PlayStation 3's catalog to different devices, as you said. But I, I couldn't help but notice a lack of emphasis at the, on the conference on the PS3 itself. And, um, that you know, uh, I just saw the guys from Atlas today actually, and I was asking them about um, you know Persona Five coming to PlayStation Three, and is that that might not concern them in Japan, but does that concern them when the game comes out um, in North America and Europe? And I'm wondering, is the time becoming right to to push PS3 one last time to drop the price to to, to do something to put one last big game on it, or are you guys going to kind of walk away from it? Well, that's that's really a good you know business strategy question. Uh, maybe I'm not the best person to answer Fair that. Enough. Yeah, so what I observed in terms of PS3 and PS4 transition uh, this year, uh, and I'm sure you all agree, is last year there are many PS4 games you know, shown. Uh, but from third parties, you know, the typically uh, cross-platform, uh, cross-generation games. And uh, it was clear most of them were targeted for PS3 and Xbox 360 mm -hmm. and uh, you know, upgrades for PS4. But this year, all these, you know, to me, uh, cross-generation games seem targeted for PS4 and Xbox One and PC. And they talk about, yeah, we have, you know, uh, last-gen version as well. And some games are only for, you know, this gen or next gen, yeah. uh, like uh, Assassin's you know, Unite. It's, it's so exciting. You know, after the launch and successful you know, adoption of PS4 and Xbox One, you know, it's clear that publishers are feeling very, very comfortable to let their teams to go for the you know, higher ambition. And that's, uh, that's what people want. Right, I mean, you, I mean, you think it's, it's night and day, right? I remember playing uh, Assassin's Creed 4 on mm -hmm. PS4, and mm -hmm. I was like, this is beautiful, but three, you know, on PS3 mm -hmm. it was beautiful too. Clearly it's just up res. And then seeing Assassin's Creed Unity, right? The amount of people on screen and the ability to jump seamlessly into the buildings and then run out, you're like, oh, this is the next gen, right, of Assassin's Creed. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I guess, you know, the other question I have is with PlayStation 4 in, in Japan, um, you know, PlayStation 4 is killing in the West and doing really, really well in the United States uh, um, and in Europe and in other territories that you've released it in. Um, in Japan, Vita is actually the only piece of hardware up year over year, <laughs> but PS4 seems to be really struggling. Um, do you 
do you think that it's, they're just waiting for that that one game that they have to have before they adopt it, or is, or is do you think that the Japanese you know the Japanese gamers kind of changing and moving away from consoles? No, 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 that's not the case. Yeah, like like you said, you know, they're waiting for more games that they want, and uh, we announced Bloodborne. People in Japan are very, very, very excited, and the people, and Jim Riley. Jim Riley. Jim Riley's super yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I haven't been replying to his tweet. Why? Wow, did you guys have a falling out? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. Because he's been tweeting and asking some sensitive questions. So I Jim. Gosh darn it. Jim, you know, make it easier for me. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, people ask about you know Final Fantasy uh, for, uh, 15 and uh, Kingdom Hearts and uh, Deep Down. Deep Down is playable, you know, on uh, mm -hmm. on the show floor and uh, Phantom Pain coming out. Yeah, so, you know, Japanese publishers are working on it, and it's maybe taking a bit time, but uh, sooner or later, you know, Japanese consumers will see uh, what they want. So, I'm not worried. Okay, here's what I want to know. Yep. It's been half a year, a little bit more for PlayStation 4 on the market. It's been, it's been going strong, doing well. I want to know what was the biggest surprise for you Mm. for this first half of PlayStation 4? Yep, it's uh, still a surprise for me. So many people actually buying PS4. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, uh, it's, a, it's a great, great, great surprise that people are enjoying the share functionalities, you know, live streamings and uh, posting videos. And, uh, and we are uh, responding to their, you know, enthusiasm, like... Uh, we, we, we announced that we are releasing the Playroom update, DLC, mm -hmm. so that mm -hmm. you can set up your own show like, like, like you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah when I want to eat pizza, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you, you set your music and some animations, and you can use controller to do some you know, props. That's a great move, right? Because my concern was when people started using Playroom to do live shows that, mm -hmm. I mean, I thought of you know, the old days of the bad PlayStation. Mm -hmm. They tried to figure out a way to stop them from doing it, but here you guys are, right? Like, oh, this is something we didn't expect you doing, but we'll figure out a way to make sure we can do that for you. Well, cool. Of course, our legal people tell well, yeah, us. You give them yeah. a heart attack all the time, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's their job, right? Yeah. <laughs> but we are adding the moderations and uh, ways for people to like, uh, report to us and report to the service providers. And yeah. we continue you know, to do that. You know, some bans, some you know, extreme <laughs> consumers' yeah, accounts yeah. like that. Also, you're just tossing in the uh, YouTube functionality now. That's yes. Else. Yeah. <laughs> so I was so prepared to say, yeah, when it came up and I did. <laughs> That's big. Uh, can we expect, you know, you guys have been iterating a lot on PlayStation 4 in terms of firmware. We've had yep. a lot of very quick updates that I think have made PS4 even better than it was out of the box thank in November. Thank you, thank you. Um, Not many consumers agree with you. I so think uh, every morning I wake up, where's this, where's that, where's yeah, I, that? I think, they got to, I think some of these guys didn't use PS3 if they don't understand how much better this experience is. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm curious, like, can we expect this kind of quick fire, these kind of quick fire updates in the, in the future? You know, for instance, maybe being able to change your name on PSN, I just wanted to ask that question. Uh, and uh, you know, is this something you guys want to keep iterating on, or do you think you'll slow down and do bigger meteor updates moving forward? Um, bigger meteor updates are great because uh, we can release a new firmware, like new, you know, AAA titles. Like uh, these days, the system software is huge in terms of uh, providing functions that people uh, use every day. So the we have a 
hundreds of people, software people, working on new functions and improving it. So more and more, we try to do larger updates less frequently, but we still have to do some small updates to fix some issues or you know release some features that you know we cannot wait to release until you know major updates. Uh, so the if you notice the last time we released the firmware updates, major update 1.7 in April, we announced it in March. That was our marketing team's first attempt to hear the features. You know, many share fun, you know, right, functions, right. share factory, and yeah. So, so, so you'll see more like that going forward. Uh, but we have a long tally of list uh, features we our teams is working on, and uh, as the development you know progresses, we will package them together and register as a new firmware. So you hear that you know later cool. uh, going forward. We're coming to the end of our time. Oh. We still have a little bit. Okay. But I want to talk about something that happened at the very end of the PlayStation press conference. You, you have to have seen it. H how good does Uncharted 4 look running? Mm -hmm. how, does it look good when you play it? Does it feel good? What is Nathan Drake? Is he, does he look like that all the time? <laughs> how does Elena look? What does the game look like when it runs? How is Uncharted 4? Supposed to be good. Supposed to be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know the Neil and Bruce worked on many Uncharted, yeah. you know, before they worked on The Last of Us. So it's, that, it's like, for them, it's like homecoming. Sure. And lots of, you know, teams, members from Last of Us moved on to Uncharted 4. So it's a really cohesive, you know, strong uh, team. Uh, we, you know, respect, you know, always respected and still respect, you know, Amy, you know, oh, what yeah. she's done, you know, so such a wonderful person and talented person. And we are so happy and excited that she's working on some big project, you know, in other companies. Yeah. Uh, but Naughty Dog has uh, lots of talented people. Right. And it's always a team effort to create, you know, Uncharted or The Last of Us. So um, um, I, I'm so excited for Uncharted 4. You, you come on Podcast Beyond because mm -hmm. you were a fan first and found us that way. And so you listen to the show still, I imagine. Yeah. Have, have I, have I personally been overblowing how, what I thought was happening at Naughty Dog? Because remember, even in predictions, I was like, I didn't know, I don't think, I think there's a chance they won't show it at the show. I think it's further off track than it is. is has the team come together in a way that they're still on track and everything's fine? Absolutely. Okay. I think we'd be, you know, loath not to mention too, you know, I predicted that, um, you know, the game has a mystique, an enormous mystique around it at this point, but I predicted it on Podcast Beyond, I think a week or two ago when we did our E3 predictions that the, the Last Guardian would finally emerge, re-emerge from the, the ashes like a phoenix, Greg. Yeah. Um, I'm happy that we've hit the two annual Colin points yeah. of Last Guardian and change your PSN yeah. name. Yeah, As if he had forgotten. Uh, <laughs> in siphon filter. Um, you know, you know just rumors guy, were, you know, rumors were run that the game was canceled. Um, that ended up not being true. Um, can you speak a little bit? To, I mean, I know it's going to be the usual. Maybe it's still in development kind of thing. But I mean, when's the time? When's the time right to show this game again? And and you know, my my take has always been, my stance has always been, as we talked about on podcast beyond that, if it was canceled, they would have said so by now because it, it would otherwise be a stain on you guys. So obviously the game's coming. Um, but when is when is the time? Exactly as you said. So I was wondering what was on your mind when you tweeted. Tweet. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, t for me, it was you know we ran the story. I didn't, I didn't, you know, the sources aren't mine. I didn't write the story. My assumption was that it was true, um, and I was disappointed because I really want that game. 
And yeah, but, but as you said, if we cancel the title, you know, because so many people waiting for that, we'd have said that. Yeah, yeah that's my, that, would be, that would be my assumption as well. Because um, we had talked a few months ago, but I mean, is it, you know, when I talked to Scott Rohde a few months ago, he told me that it was a great honor for Sony that, you know, people are still so intrigued and interested by this game. And that Team Eco, even though they haven't put out a game uh, since 2005, still commands so much respect um, from people. Um, do you feel like you showed the game obviously too early and that you guys are kind of a little gun shy now and you want to just really wait until you're ready to go? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for saying that for me. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you for asking the question and answering it yourself. We, we, we're connected mentally. Just like us on this Patapon project. Yeah, yeah, yeah no doubt. Kickstarted soon. Yeah. <laughs> me, me and Outsock also are connected in that way. You and Outsock have no connection. Stop getting in there. Shu. Yep. We love you. Thank you for coming on the show. I love you too. I know. You're a good guy. You're doing good work out there. We thank you very much. I love Brian Altano, too. No, let's not get his head <laughs> bigger than it needs to be. How do you like the rotating third chair? Oh, yeah, very much. Okay, good. Yeah. He's great. Who are some of your favorite uh, additions now that Goldfarb's gone? I mean, Greg and I are, are yin and yang, obviously, mm -hmm. but who, who, who mixes with us the best now that... Well, yeah. I'm biased because I love Brian. So, <laughs> so, um, but, oh, uh, he's, he's going to have a big head after this one. Good for oh, him. my goodness. Well, thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you, Shu. We really appreciate you. your time. Ladies thank and gentlemen, of course, thank you for watching and or listening. Remember, Podcast Beyond posts as an MP3 every Tuesday with the video following every Wednesday, except for when E3 happens and the whole schedule goes off the rails. Uh, of course, we love doing this show, but what makes the show happen is IGN.com. So go there, read the articles, watch the videos. Download the PlayStation 4 IGN app, which has been doing bonkers numbers. I don't think we can share it publicly, can we? I can't no. remember. Did we are the bonkers numbers on the PlayStation 4 app. So thank you all for your support on that. Then of course follow us all on Twitter. IGN is IGN. Shuhei Yoshida is YoSP. Brohei Broshida. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Brohei Yoshida <laughs> is YoSP. I'm you. Game Over Greggy. Collins no taxation. Garfep is Andrew Gar. Damn it! I'm so out of practice. <laughs> oh, damn it. Andrew Goldfarb is Garfep. Nice. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. I, I haven't missed, missed you at all. <laughs> go, find, go find him in Texas. He's, he's there somewhere. That's Every true. podcast Beyond usually ends in a song, but we are at E3, so we don't have time to pick one. Send yours to beyond at IGN.com. Maybe we'll use it next time. Now Shuhei's going to sing us out. <laughs> beyond. Beyond. beyond! Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.